welcome out there to the Album Argument Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And thank you so much for joining us out there in podcast land as we welcome spring and pollen and nastiness and all the above. I hope that your uh, allergies are doing okay. Um, I I'm guess dying. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of early uh, March. I even had it back in February starting here in Georgia. Yep. Uh, we lived out in Texas. We had things blooming in February, March. So depending on where you are, it might still be snowing. It could be. In certain places, yeah, it still snows. Or you're um, down and out with a bad sinus infection. So for those of you who have never been to Georgia during pollen season, which is unfortunately like nine months out of the year, yeah, um, imagine having your car covered in snow, like thick layer of snow, but instead imagine that it's actually pollen and it's yellow and it's not white and it, it's... You're just breathing it. It's so nasty. It's the worst thing ever. Don't come to Georgia in the spring. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's beautiful to see the azaleas blooming. Oh, yeah. And, you know, think positive, but we just look at those things from the inside. Yep. Because we can't go outside. Yeah, we're not going to record this podcast outside <laughs> and die. Although this artist that we're talking about today has recorded some songs outside. Yeah, they have. It's pretty so cool. It's kind of a cool thing. If you haven't picked up on it yet, we are talking about the legendary band Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. And their fourth album titled Untitled. I mean, officially, it does not have a title, technically. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say that I own this. I'm just going to jump in there and jump in, uh, jump in here and say I own this. I've got this big box set that I brought out. So I, um, at some point growing up, I, I, I asked for and I got the Led Zeppelin, the complete studio recordings. There you go. So it's just all the albums. Um, and when I was looking for Led Zeppelin, whatever we want to call this album, it's just got all their like characters. Yes. Right? So, so that's that's actually what officially the album is called is their emblems, but their emblems don't have names. Each uh, each member of the band has their own emblem, and of course, also on the inside of the album, uh, the guest singer that I think for the only duet ever in Led Zeppelin history, uh, she has her own emblem on the inside of the album somewhere. I don't know. I I can't pinpoint where it is. But that's actually what the album is called, is those emblems. But So sometimes people call it Zoso, even though the, the emblem is not Zoso. It's not supposed to be a word. Uh, some people just call it Led Zeppelin 4, since Led Zeppelin's first records were Led Zeppelin 1, 2, and 3. I don't, I don't know. I don't care what anybody calls it. I call it Led Zeppelin 4. Do you have a name for it? Uh, I was... I forgot about all of this, just to be honest, and I yeah. call it Led Zeppelin 4. Yeah, I think that's the common name that most people just give it is Led Zeppelin 4. I mean, no one, I, I've never heard someone like in conversation say, you know, Led Zeppelin's untitled. Right. You be know, it, it just doesn't roll off the tongue that way. Because then the next one, I think, then they started off with, yeah, Houses of the Holy, uh -huh. and then uh, actual titles. And of, physical graffiti. Yeah, the, yeah. The, let's say... Not the number titles or lack of number titles, you know, lack of names. And then actually, I'm going to be real. That made me sad because once you've committed to so many number albums, you might as well just keep going with it. I mean, I don't know. The only uh, Led Zeppelin album that, that is an actual name that I actually think fits perfectly is Coda. And that's because it's like, hey, this is the True. end of it. You know, Coda, there you go. And then it's always been weird that there's an album called Houses of the Holy. And mm -hmm. then on a later album, I Physical think, Graffiti, there's the song Houses of the Holy. It's 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 wild. Yeah, that, that's Led Zeppelin. So. There you go. So Led Zeppelin's four. This is an iconic record released back in 1971. It is, I mean, just it's it's everybody knows Led Zeppelin's four. I mean, it's the most. It's one of the greatest selling records of all time. And unfortunately, it has influence from Fleetwood Mac. 
which I'm not too happy about. Oh, tell me more. I'll get into it. Ah, Fleetwood Mac, you keep showing up. Though I would like to reiterate, for those of you who listened to the Fleetwood Mac episode, I did say Rumors was a good record, right? I just didn't like Dreams. Yeah, and I still go back on that one. I feel bad that I still don't like Songbird, but I still don't like Songbird. That's okay. It's okay. Stevie Nicks is a better backup vocalist. (laughs) And let the hate pour in again. (laughs) Send all those messages to Ryan. Oh, me. All right. So back to what we are talking about. We're talking about Fleetwood Mac influencing Zeppelin to actually, you know, go and record this album, not in a normal studio, but let's go record it in a cottage. Go somewhere else where you can just kind of go be yourself and not have to worry about timelines. Go and just in put yourself into the record. Go live in the album. And that's basically what Led Zeppelin did. They rented a little cottage. They uh, They filled it with amps and microphones and all these different spots. And they recorded what is considered to be one of the greatest records of all time. And and who knows, maybe this record would have been different without Fleetwood Mac's influence there. But the reason why I picked this record, I do enjoy this record. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but there is a, a main reason why I picked it. And that is because I want to ask Jeremy a question and I'm being hundred percent serious about this. I know we joke a lot and I know we kid, but is there a difference between being influenced by another artist and then totally plagiarizing another artist. And the reason why that is, is because that's one, in my opinion, one of the big debates about this record. Did Led Zeppelin plagiarize a lot of this record or were they influenced by others on this record? Jeremy, your thoughts. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting take. Led Zeppelin is definitely, uh, a blues rock. I mean, they're rock. Like, yeah, they're, going back they, to a few yeah. episodes ago when I said, you know, what I think about rock, I would put Led Zeppelin in this category. Just classic rock. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit and just go ahead and say Led Zeppelin was a a, a continuation of the Yardbirds, and they became the new Yardbirds, and then they branched off from that to become Led Zeppelin. Yeah, and this album, they are still kind of they've got a little blues edge. Yes, let's that's say, oh Black yes, Dog very much. And, but then you can definitely see the evolution of Led Zeppelin into, let's say, a stairway. But then stairway has its own controversy in terms of, yeah. was that copied or lifted? And, you know, the funny thing is, is I don't know if a lot of people know this, but that was actually, uh, I think the band was called Spiritualized that that sued them. That was actually just settled in court in 2020. And I think because of COVID and stuff like that, it, it wasn't as big of music news. But uh, the judges ruled that Led Zeppelin did not steal from the band when it comes to uh, stairway Stairway to Heaven. Was there a, I, I don't remember listening to it. Was it that close or? In my opinion, no. Now, because I have a stance on this. Um, it, it, I'll go ahead and just preference it this way. Every note has already been played. Every drum beat has already been drummed. Every bass line, every, every note on a piano has been recorded. So you can argue that any song that comes out is a plagiarism of this or that or that or that. I don't agree with that. And, 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 and I hate to say that Paul McCartney of the Beatles kind of agrees with me here because Paul McCartney has even gone on record and saying that like, you can't, you can't copyright a baseline. 
you know, bass lines can transition from song to song, you know, the movements, the progression, how you hold it together. It comes down to melody, things of that nature. I believe that we as artists and musicians, because I do consider myself to be an artist and musician, even though I'm not well known or anything like that. I, I'm a music teacher, but I play music constantly. Every day I'm touching an instrument. Therefore, I am a musician. I play songs that are cover songs. I play songs that I feel like sound good. I write songs that are this and that. And then sometimes I feel like I've actually pulled something from another band unintentionally. So does that mean I'm plagiarizing this band? I don't think so. I think it's, I'm inspired by what is around me. I have a song that I wrote years and years and years ago that has a snippet of stairway to heaven in it. And I didn't even notice it or put it together until 15 years later, when I happened to be listening back to this, this random demo that I recorded and going, Oh my gosh, that's, there's a little bit of stairway there. I didn't pick up on it. Then I didn't pick up on it until 15 years later. So did I plagiarize them? I don't think so. I was inspired, obviously, even though I wasn't listening to Led Zeppelin a whole lot at that time, I still obviously had some of it inside my head. Yeah, there's a slippery slope that was created recently with the Blurred Lines. There's another song. Yeah, it's a Marvin Gaye song. Marvin Gaye song, and there was a couple of songs by... um, their names are escaping me right now. now. But like, well, let's talk about blurred lines. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. I've heard that Marvin Gaye song, and I've heard blurred lines. I don't, I don't know Marvin Gaye all that well, to be honest. I do not like the blurred line song. I think it's garbage. But I know that there's a lot of people that like it. I don't think they, I don't think they connect at all. I can hear a little bit, like you know, okay, I can see where they pulled from it. I don't think there's a connection there, and I don't think that Marvin Gaye's uh, family or estate should have won that court case, saying that his name needed to be added to that. That's just me. Yeah. So, sorry, Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah. Williams. And uh, T.I., I I guess, was on the song as well. Correct. Uh, But the Robin Thicke, Pharrell, uh, Williams song. Uh, There's another song, too, that they were suing. So, the slippery slope, going back to that, is that they ruled in favor of the Marvin Gaye estate. Yes. Saying that, basically, influence, by influencing somebody or admitting that you were influenced, can have a say in that copyright and, and that's that's horrible slope. so that is horrible uh when that came out and that came down yeah that that could spell doom for a band like led zeppelin oh oh my goodness yes and let's be real um I, you know i'm gonna give credit where credit's due led zeppelin fully admits they they fully admit yes we jammed on this song and through it grew this song or we, we, we were playing this one, we were covering it, we covered it for a while, and then through that, we decided to do this instead. And they gave credit where credit was needed there. Sometimes they didn't do it, or the record company didn't do it when they should have. Not all of this falls on Led Zeppelin. Some of this does fall on the record company as well. There was times where they recorded a song by Joan Baez that was listed as traditional so when they did their version of it, they also listed it listed it as traditional because Baez did. And it turns out it wasn't a traditional song. And Joan Baez technically ripped it off from somebody else. And, you know, so I think Led Zeppelin gets a lot of flack for this. And I disagree. I think that they are heavily influenced by people. And you can hear their influences come out. Now, when you look at a song like When the Levy Breaks, they totally, Memphis Mini, has been credited since day one. In my, and to my understanding, since that album was pressed, Memphis Mini has always been listed as a writer. 
I could be wrong. There's a good chance that I am wrong. And if you're listening out there right now going, no, she does. She wasn't until this. I'm, I'm sorry, but that's my understanding. I'm, I'm learning just as other people are. Yeah, it's tough. So influence. So going back to your question is, you know, copyright is there to protect the artists and to allow the artists to make money and make a living, right? Of course. It, it gives them exclusive rights in terms of how their music can be sent out. So like sampling and things like that. I mean, yes. not to get into the another side of things, you know, should you be able to lift actual samples from things? I don't know. That 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 goes down a different road. Well, that goes to like Vanilla Ice versus Queen, you know, and Under Pressure versus Ice Ice Baby, you know? I, we can debate all day long whether or not that's a, a complete lift or a rift or whatever, you know? Right. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Go, go look at the, uh, you know, Vanilla Ice the, interview. Yeah. yeah, the interviews. So, Led Zeppelin, I'm right there with you because influence is music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just watching something on the news and they were saying how an Elvis song was a 1700 song. It was from the 1700s and they, they took the music and reworked. It. Oh man, Bach is, he is suing. Right. Ooh. So it, it, it's around. So the, the idea is copyright helps protect the artist so they can make a living so yeah. they can continue to do things. But yeah, I don't, I, I'm right there with you. I don't think Led Zeppelin is necessarily at fault because we are all influenced we are influenced. every one of us is. i mean we're doing this right now the podcast we're yeah. influenced based on other podcasts we're like not the first podcast other podcasts through these other podcasts for the theme and the the way you order things so um it's the again going back to copyright it's the expression of those ideas that can be copyrighted so yeah led zeppelin figured out how to put you know xyz together and made their expression of ideas their own and now they've influenced so many other bands. Exactly. That I'm a Led Zeppelin fan. Obviously, I mentioned that I own mm-hmm. all of the Led Zeppelin catalog. There you go. And this might not be my favorite album of theirs. It's not my favorite album of theirs. But it is still pretty darn good. It is very good. Um, so, okay. Well, let's go ahead and just move past that and just talk about the album. I just I just had to get that out there because that's been a big debate over the years. Uh, it's stuff that we've I've talked about with other friends of ours from high school. Um, and... and you know, I've taken inspiration from people and I hope people take inspiration from me. I, I'm as teachers, we inspire our students, hopefully. And if one of them goes on to become a teacher themselves and use a story that I told them to teach a lesson, I'm not going to get all mad. Oh, that's copyrighted story right there. You know, no, like that's, we are inspiring to move on and learn and grow. I love it. I think it's great. I think more musicians should be open to inspiration and being honest about who inspires them. But if I feel like a lot of them are scared to do that simply because they feel like they are going to get sued. Well, because of that recent court yeah. case. Yeah. You, you should not say who you're inspired by. Not anymore. That case. That's ridiculous. I mean, like, oh, whatever. It, it's funny you mentioned with Led Zeppelin 4. Let's yes. call it 4 again. I feel like 1 and 2, if there's a cry about being copied, things like that. One and two or more blues. Yes. That was probably lifted here and there lines yes. or whatever, but it was still inspired. Three was starting to kind of go more in folk. the way, but I feel like four is Led Zeppelin. Like this is when they're kind of getting into their own realm of who Led Zeppelin is. Yeah. I think this is their most well-rounded album. 
Yeah, and then it kind of gets into um, kind of the late seventies and synths and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of that's cool. Some of it's some not of so it's cool. All right, yeah. you know. But um, what's uh, before we go on this? Is your favorite Led Zeppelin song on this record? Like your overall all time favorite Led Zeppelin song? I don't think so. Okay, no. wait, do you want to share what it is, or do you want to wait? Till um, later? I think it's always been "Over the Hills and Far Away." Really? I think I always like "Houses of the Holy" the nice. next album. So. I yeah, uh, I think I yeah, uh, I've always I've always gone back and forth between "Cashmere" and "Dancing Days." Oh, and yeah. you know they're on two separate records, Physical Graffiti and Houses of the Holy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very There's, cool. Yeah, I, I, and again, I uh, Led Zeppelin might be one that I don't know if I have a favorite album still. And it's ah, been a okay. while since I've actually okay. listened to a lot of Led Zeppelin. That uh, I like a lot of the songs, and mm-hmm. they're like a uh, Wilco for me in terms of totally different styles. But I don't know if I can pinpoint that one album. Yeah, but at least the idea of the band yeah. has always weighed heavily on me. And then the songs are all pretty rocking. Have you ever used Led Zeppelin in class to teach a point or something? Because I actually did recently to my elementary kids. I used Led Zeppelin and like to show them stuff, and they were like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, to the point of like when the levee breaks. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty classic drum sound in terms oh, of the space. It's a beautiful and, uh, drum. The sound. idea how it was recorded, like multiple mics, yeah. and stairwell, yeah. and things like that. So and that's then a pretty slowed classic down. Sound. Like it, you know, to find out that it was actually recorded like a, a bit faster and then slowed down. That's that's neat. Yeah. So there, I think I've used that one. Okay. I'm trying to think of other ones. Uh, I mean, they're really great in terms of like a band like The Cure. I don't think The Cure is anything resembling this, but yeah. The Cure can put a lot of different guitar lines together and they all fit. Yes, they can. Just like Led Zeppelin. So yes. Jimmy Page was great at putting all these lines together. And so I would give that in like a production class. Nice. And um, yeah, I mean, should I go ahead and say the top song? Yeah, we have to because there's people out there that are listening to us going, boys quit gushing about this band and this album whatever just tell us what you think and, and the sad part is i'll be fully honest with you led zeppelin's not even on my top 10 of greatest bands ever and i still love this record that much so yeah. go ahead uh so it's difficult i mean it's pretty short and sweet right it's not that long of an album no it's not it's it, well it, it it's it's 42 minutes it seems like it's shorter um, yeah, that's I, actually true. Yeah, only eight songs. I should yeah, say. so I, I guess I don't know. It kind of has a different feel that it's shorter, but it is forty-two minutes. That's pretty solid. Yeah. So I guess I was I was kind of thinking of song numbers in no, general. No, you're good. So yeah. I, uh, that that's bad on me. But no, that's fine. Um, I mean, all so- songs are really great. I think again, it's got anything from the blues of Black Dog. I feel like that song kind of brings everybody in. Like, okay, yeah, this is yeah. the Led Zeppelin we've heard, and then rock and roll. And then it kind of goes left field with Battle of Evermore. And then, of course, Stairway to Heaven. Um, I don't know. I struggle with this. I will go ahead and mm-hmm. say the song that I like the least. Okay. I think it just sticks out. I just, it's pretty long. Um, it's four sticks. So that's actually my pick for the worst song too. Oh, and I think Spotify agrees. Let's go ahead and say, I'll throw it out there. (laughs) I'm looking at the plays as we've done uh, here and there on our episodes. Some of these songs have been streamed almost 300 million times. Nice. So I'll just say that's the highest. Let's say uh, Stairway. They're almost to the level of a dealie. Yeah, almost a dealie. (laughs) 
what, 50, 60 years later. Of course, this Seriously? hasn't been streaming that, no. that long. But uh, let's say Stairway is almost 800 million. Uh, Four Sticks is only at 16 million. Hmm. So I think everybody hmm. else kind of agrees with us. Yeah, and you know, overall, it's not a bad song. Yeah. It's really not, but it's it just, changes. It just goes on for too long. I think you're right about yeah. that. This song is it's what four four minutes forty nine seconds. It's way too long. Two yeah. and a half minutes would have been fine. Yeah, and it it just doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin to me. And it's okay that bands put things on there, and I respect them for trying something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this was a John Bonham led song. I don't know. Just because of the drums, it's kind of driven with the the percussion and drums. Maybe Page and Planner, the writers. That's it's, all I can tell you. Yeah, it's uh, maybe it's a good jam. Maybe something better to see live. And Bonham just said, "Yeah, yeah, I really like this." I don't know, but uh, it just doesn't do it for me. No, it doesn't do it for me either. Um, do you find yourself skipping this one, or yeah, I would do you still listen to it? Yeah, I would skip it. Yeah, okay. just because. Um, I honestly, going back to this album, I don't remember the song. So I probably have oh, really? always skipped it. <laughs> oh, no. So I, I, I recognized it immediately. Like, I'll be honest with you. I haven't listened to this record in years. Same. My dad gave me, or didn't give it to me. He let me borrow his copy when I was a teenager uh, because I was starting to show a little bit of interest in, like, in Yes, ELO, Rush, stuff like that, um, Nazareth. And he's like, well, you know, what about Led Zeppelin? I'm like, well, I, I was kind of like, Led Zeppelin's a little too pretentious, you know, blah, 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 all these hipster kids. And he's like, well, at least give this one a shot, you know, and he let me borrow Led Zeppelin 4. I remember it a lot from that, but I, I do remember not even then feeling like this song was lacking what the rest of the album brought forth. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's different too. It just doesn't sit with the album. So we agree. Yeah. How about oh, that? We're not going to fight. Yeah, no, no fighting, Man. no trips to the hospital. Seriously. People want us to fight. They want uh, blood, Jeremy. Well, maybe we'll fight over this next one. Maybe. Because I have a feeling we might. Um, so I, I struggle with the best song because I don't want to say it. I've always really liked Misty go. Mountain Hop. I mean, it is blues rock, and some might say, well, Jeremy, that's four minutes. I love that song. But it is, it's cool because his lyrics are on the beat. Yep. And it's, but then it's also syncopated. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this like disjunct rhythm going on, and it kind of gives you a weird feeling, but it's got this, I, I, uh, on my notes that I often do, I wrote moxie. Yeah. Like you can just see Robert playing up on stage, and it just has that. You know, the Madison Square Guard. I I have plenty of DVDs mm-hmm. from them too. And yeah. um, I, I would suggest if you have not seen them, of course, you can't see them in concert now. No. So go back and look at some of this footage. This is one that um, I could just see them on stage with the moxie of Led Zeppelin. This is a Jamie great Robert. song. This is my second favorite song on this record. I love this song so much. Yeah. And I mean, I, I hate to say, I, I don't know if I could pick a favorite because so the song that I would like to listen to the most now is Misty Mountain Hop. Okay. Just because maybe I haven't heard it as much. Maybe it's the hello effect from Adele that we've mentioned. <laughs> I really like Battle of Evermore too because it's got that idea of um, 
The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, Lord Lord of the Rings, yeah. and uh, I think that's going to be your pick. I'm just saying it out loud. Well, I, I will tell you right now, it's not my pick. Okay. However, if you would have asked me back in high school, yes, that was my pick. That and I love. I still love that song. I still love Battle of Evermore. I love the mandolin in it. I I think it's just yeah. it's out there. It's different, but it still it sonically works. It's beautiful. It tells a cool story. That's got the other vocals. Yeah, on Yeah, and too. that's and I I did not know that until recently that there was a different vocalist on there because they kind of they blend so well together. And unfortunately, um, she's got her own tragic history. The the female vocalist, I, her name is slipping my mind right now, but unfortunately she went down a dark path, but, um, such a great song. So, but that is not the one I picked. Okay. Uh, I really like rock and roll, even though it's just a one, four, five jam. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a cool song, you know, and they, they claim that John Bonham ripped off, uh, like what little Richard on the, the opening, the, oh, um, the opening drum line. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know, Black Dog, maybe not my favorite, but it's still, it's, it's got good. a cool jam. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got the riff that you have to learn as a guitar player growing yep. up. Yep. Going to California is great. It's classic. It's, it's beautiful. Um, also, I can envision that, envision that was played live. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Levy Breaks is a cool song too. It's a fantastic song. So that leaves me with the song that in terms of right now, I would like Misty Mountain Hop again. That's the yeah. one I would listen to. But in terms of, I admit the song, because how many songs sound like this? Yeah. It's Stairway to Heaven. There's a lady who's sure All that glitters is gold And she's buying the stairway to heaven When she gets there, she knows I mean, eight minutes, it goes through so many different things. I can only imagine hearing that for the first time saying, Mm -hmm. okay, I like Led Zeppelin. I like this blues band. Yeah. And then out comes Stairway to Heaven. Um, I think of, you know, Wayne's world when he points at the sign, he says, no stairway to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been used yeah. so many times in popular that, that art. What's it, what's it? The guitar riff, the, uh, the unplayable riff in a guitar store is it, that's the, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Stairway. There's a few other ones, <laughs> no but, stairway. um, yeah, no stairway. So I, I hate to say it to be that guy, the person that says stairway, cause it's the one that's played a lot. Now, then again, if it's on the radio, and in today's time, it's an eight-minute song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody else would like it, but I think if I'm just going off of the best song, I mean, it's hard to beat Stairway. And I don't mean to ramble too much, but I I, I struggle ramble with this. Ramble on. I, I, <laughs> it's got a great bass line. Ramble there you on. go. Uh, Stairway to Heaven, I think, is the best song, but right now, I really like Misty Mountain Hop. I'll leave it at that. Okay. No, that's fair. Misty Mountain Hop, I love it. And I, I love the, the ties to... Uh, to Tolkien and stuff in that song as well. You know, uh, I love the fact that plant, uh, he went out and, 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 you know, added literacy into, into his songs. I think that's wonderful. Um, so as a teenager, I'm going to go ahead and just, just tell a little story here. First off, um, uh, we have a friend, a mutual friend in high school. His name's Adam Gleason. I don't know if he listens, if he does, Hey Adam, what's up, man? Uh, miss you. We used to play this game called ask people five songs. And we would go and find people at our school that would wear Led Zeppelin t-shirts and we're like, name five songs from Led Zeppelin. 
and people just couldn't do it. You know, it's kind of like now with everybody wearing oh, their especially pilot t-shirts. Now. And, yes, I, I yeah, be but, interesting to play that game. But now. back then, you couldn't find a Led Zeppelin t-shirt at like Target. You know, like you had to like order it from a magazine or get it at maybe a Hot Topic or something like that. So we would play that game together, and I remember just arguing that. Stairway to Heaven was the worst song ever because it was so big. It was so popular. There had to be, come on, there's got to be a better song out there than this. And I purposely hated it simply because it was so well-loved and I wanted to be kind of punk rock with it and be like, no, anti-establishment, meh. But my goodness, it is one of the greatest songs that have ever been written. It is the best (laughs) song on this album. It's phenomenal. It I'm, really I'm, is. I, I don't mean to talk over you. I'm just, no, I'm just cracking up that I, I struggle with this, and I'm just, I feel happy that we are agreeing. I mean, and there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with with coming to, and I know this sounds really sad, but coming to grips with the fact that this song is so good. And it really is so influential. And it's not just a bunch of people. Because you've made you've made comments before about like when you think of it, rock and roll, you think of ACDC. I hate ACDC. I think they are one of the worst bands to ever exist. And I do not understand why they are so popular. Save for like maybe two songs in their whole catalog. I just think they're way overrated. Coming with that mindset of overrated. And then when you really sit down and dissect the song and find the qualities about it that are just beautiful. The, the things that stand out from the lyrics to the lines and how they go together so well. That's just phenomenal writing. Yep. What's and, the line, uh, rock and not roll? Something, yeah. you know, just... Um, I love the end. It's got that moxie again yeah. going into Misty Mountain Hop, and um, it's it well, just works. It is the best song. And as you've said before, since you've brought up before Side A, Side B, I've never paid attention to that in my life. Just to think that this closed out side A. Yep. I'm like, what a killer closer. And then turning it around and having Misty Mountain start up the second. I'm like, wow. I want to go and buy this on vinyl now simply for that experience of turning it over. And I I haven't felt that way ever about an album. Now, I don't think this still is not like an album that's in my top 10 greatest records for me. But this album is so good. It is so good. And... I'm glad that like I'm glad that we're talking about it because it wasn't even on my radar, and I just all of a sudden one day I was like, "Hey, we should listen to Led Zeppelin four again. Maybe see what's up with that." You know, because I've always had this stigma about Stairway, but Man Alive, it is the best song. It is one of the greatest songs ever written, kind of along the same lines as Driver's License for Olivia Rodrigo, in my opinion. It's up there, greatest songs of all times. It's definitely on the list, if not close to the top. And Headless by Drop Sonic. Oh my god. I can't, I can't even, we can't even, I, I can go on for an hour about why Headless is one of the greatest songs ever written. That's uh, maybe a, an artist that we'll do in the future. It's a, a local Atlanta band and um, yeah, maybe in the future we'll have them on and um, because they definitely have a strong influence from Led Zeppelin. Very so much. We should just go ahead and say that. And, um, but yeah, that song, I would say, I don't know if that was their attempt at Stairway. I think it was definitely influenced kind of, you know, but like, should, should they be sued for that? No, not at all. It's totally different, too. I mean, it does. It does. I'm just saying. Song, but uh, They don't ever need to tell anybody, though, ever again that they're influenced by them. Because, Lord, you know, they'll get sued for that. Right. It's right. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Soapbox moment for me. Influences. 
are important to us, music, literary, uh, you know, movies, everything. We as artists should be influenced by the world around us and the things that we love, and we should be able to take those influences and turn them into something new and beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's tough about copyright. Again, going back to we, you do want to protect people so they can make a living, but then it goes yes. to just uh, one last maybe note. Does copyright need to be life plus 70? Should it just be 10 years? Maybe a shorter copyright so you can make your money and well, then it can go out to the world and then it can be well, used so and We could go dissected. on a long tangent for that because it used to be something like yeah, that. It was 20, 14 but years, it was, 25 years. But you know who had the impact on that, right? Uh, yeah, Mr. Disney. Disney. Yeah, he's the one that changed copyright yeah. rules. And, oh, yeah. So so I guess this, uh, this episode... It was brought, brought to you, you by, by the Copyright <laughs> Office. No, it's Led Zeppelin 4 slash copyright. So, um, yes. So thank you for everybody oh, for uh, for listening. And let us know, is Stairway, is it that song that um, maybe you haven't heard in a while? Have you never heard it? I'm sure you've heard it, right? They still play it on the radio. They still do. It's, and, and it's well-deserved to be on the radio. I mean, I'm not a Led Zeppelin fanatic, but my goodness, it's just, it's beautiful. And, and not too many other artists, going back to the Adele record, that not... Many artists can sing and write and sing the Adele songs. Seriously. I think Led Zeppelin, going, giving them the credit, the four of them together. It's magic. It's magic. And trying to have anybody else sing ex- in, instead of Robert Plant or John Bonham or John Paul Jones or Jimmy Page. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it would be tough for Stairway. So it you have to give them credit where oh, yeah. credit's due. And this is a great song. Yep. Go out there and listen to Led Zeppelin's albums, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, wherever it is you get your music from, go ahead and give them a listen to support the artist. You know, even though they've sold a bajillion records, keep supporting them because you know what? They deserve it. This album deserves to be bought 10,000 times. Yeah. And we've got our Spotify playlist. Uh, link is in the description of this episode and on our website, thealbumargument.com. Yeah. In, in all honesty, people, thank you so much. We could talk about, we literally could talk about this album for a full, complete hour, but we're not going to do that to you because let's be real. Who wants to listen to the Two of us talk for an hour. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you might already be at work. You're just sitting in the parking lot or you're washing dishes and you're like, well, it's it's time to go. Time to go to bed. When are these guys going to shut up? (laughs) (laughs) But you can also turn us off and go listen to this album. Yeah. Just let us know what you think. So definitely share this album and this podcast with your friends and family. Let them know that uh, we've covered it and we're talking about it and they should hear it because. Yeah, you know, we're awesome, I guess. I don't know. We're the Album Argument Podcast, where we like to talk albums and argue and all that stuff, and maybe they just need to hear it. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Hopefully your allergies are doing well, and uh, we'll see you next week for another great episode. Sounds awesome. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces, we are out. <laughs>